You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast. Boy, I'm excited about today's podcast. Why? Because we're going to do a dichotomy example. What that means is we're going to take something and look at the smallness of it and then the bigness of it. You know, a lot of times in life, we want to show up differently, right? And sometimes we forget that when we show up small, how it affects things versus showing up big. And it's really, it's, it's just a little bit of a mind shift, if you will. And this really has helped me over the years too, thinking about things in a different way. Just like we do in, in Next Level Experience, we kind of look at things in a different way and really come together and, and show something that might be different. So uh, I'm going to go through some things here, and I'm going to—I'll emphasize some of these different ones too, and go deeper into it. But I think it's really—it's going to be fun. So, anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast. Yeah, and I hope you subscribe and share it with your friends, uh, your family, even your frenemies. Come on, hey, listen—it's all happening, man. It is all happening, and uh, isn't it good to be alive today? I know there's a lot of things out there that disappoint us. I do know, but I want you to kind of take this and go from small versus versus big. You know, the small complain about taxes. This is the first one I want to talk about. Complains about taxes and pay them. But the big study taxes and hardly pay them. They do it legally. They do it with, with insight and they do it with getting coaching and they get it with uh, experts. And look, we all need to pay taxes, no doubt about it. And taxes are a part of life, just like death, right? Death and taxes are always there. But there's ways that you can legally... Uh, do things and do them better. And so don't complain about them. Be, you know, listen, we live in those of that you that live here in the United States of America. Um, we have it pretty good. Hey, I know I've got a lot of listeners around the world, but you know, taxes are just a part of life. But if you sit there and complain about them, that's not going to get it done. Big people, wealthy people study these and, and pay their least amount that they need to pay legally. Yeah. All right. So the, the small do their best, but the big do what it takes. Yeah? What does that mean? Yeah, the small, small person sits there and does what it, you know, uh, and, and does their best. And sometimes the best, man, you know, it's just, it's, it's a cop-out. And I know people are saying, McIntyre, but I did my best. Really? Listen, sometimes you have to do what it takes. And it might be a pivot, might be an end around. You know, sometimes you got to work under something, work around something, work over something, or work right through something. Yeah, it takes strategy. It takes creativity, you know. And the small, they crave freedom. But the big crave discipline. Discipline, man, self-discipline. It's one of those things that's really incredible. And is it easy to wake up every morning in the five handle at 5 a.m. to 5.59? No, it's not easy. And But look, this is, this is where you have discipline. And with that discipline becomes wealth. And with that wealth becomes you get to do more things in the kingdom. The small strive for comfort, but the big strive for discomfort. 
man, I could do a whole show just on that. What does that mean? You know, being in your comfort zone is good for a minute. And I mean a minute, man. You know, a small half season. But the big people that go out there and the, 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 the world changers, the change agents that go out there and make a difference, they want to be in discomfort. Just like what we did with this MBA Productions and the Accelerator. Man, that's discomfort for me. It really is. People say, I, for my last podcast, people say, man, I don't, you, you, you know, you just do this. This is easy for you. It was not easy for us. It was totally discomfort, but that's where life is. So don't strive for comfort. Strive for discomfort. Play it big, man. That's where it's at. That's where the that's what separates the wheat from the chaff. Yeah? Hey, the small gamble playing poker online. The big gamble buying advertising online. <laughs> I'll say that again. The small gamble playing poker online. But the big, okay, the adventurous, they gamble buying advertising online. You ever buy advertising online? I have. I spend a lot of money on advertising. And... You know, some of it works, some of it don't. And so, you know, poker online, not a fan. I enjoy Texas Hold'em with some friends every now and then. But look, gambling, advertising, why is that Why is that good? Because advertising, you get out there and you, you share your wares, you share your, your story, you share whatever it is that you want to sell. I'm coaching somebody right now that's starting a major cupcake business nationwide, actually, actually worldwide. And uh, yeah. And so they're going to be gambling on buying advertising online. I love that. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Listen, the small worry about having. Mm-hmm. And the big worry about being. That's right. The small worry about having. They always want to have something. The small people want to have. I need to have something. They feel like they, you know, it's the haves and have-nots. But the big worry about being. About who are you being. You're a human being. And how are you being? How are you showing up every day? How are you showing up with your church? How are you showing up with your husband, with your wife, with your family, with your coworkers? Yeah? It's a big difference, man. The small want to be in the crowd. The big want to be on stage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, let me tell you a little secret about McIntyre. I'm an introvert. I really am. People say, McIntyre, but you get up on stage and you do these things. I do. But it, it's it's not, you know, I, I really enjoy my alone time. I enjoy just the time with my family. I'm a very introvert. I don't, you know, in a crowd. We had 110 people here at our house for this MBA Productions. And listen, it was great. Uh, or the uh, premiere, and it was really fun. But I really enjoy just spending some time at the at the cigar lounge with a couple people. I really like that instead of being in the big crowd. So the average want to be in the crowd, or the, the small, but the big want to be on stage. That's where you make the impact. It really is. The small operate with tactics. The big operate with strategies. The, yeah, the small operate with tactics. What does that mean? Well, they have these ta tactics or agendas, but the big operate with strategies. Let's develop a working strategy, a marketing strategy, a business strategy. Let's have a 30, 60, 90 day plan to look at how we're going to advance this business, how we're going to advance this company. How are we going to do an A-B testing on this marketing? Yeah. Get some good strategies, man. That's where it's at. And yeah. So the small worry about what you think. Yeah, the big worry about what they think. So listen, here's what here's 
This, when you're small, you worry about what everybody thinks. You can't control what anybody thinks. <laughs> as much as we'd like to do, we just cannot do that. And so, but the big, okay, they worry about what they think because if they know what they think, if they figure out what they think, they can sell them, they can, they can help them, they can move the needle for them, they can create a better mousetrap. So don't worry about what people think because you have no control over that. You know, you really don't. And it's not worth your time. But if you worry about what they think, okay, what, what are they thinking? What is, their, what is it that they want? Find that niche that they want. What are they thinking? Geez, I need to get this deal. I need to have that vacation or I need to get this car or I need to get this kind of business or I need to get this loan. What are they thinking? That's what you need to worry about. That's what you need to strategize about. All right, the small lives in constant fear. The big live in constant growth. You know, you've heard me say it many times. You know, if you're in fear all the time, you're worshiping the wrong God. You know, God did not, God does not want us to be in fear. That's not of him. He, he's not that way. He doesn't want you to be in fear or worry, right? But the big, okay, the big, the wealthy, they want to be in constant growth. So they're not worried about stuff. They're not in fear. They just want to grow. You want to grow your business. You want to grow your relationships. You want to grow your church. Yeah? Come on. Hey, maybe, maybe you just want to grow your 401k. Maybe you want to grow your stock portfolio. Maybe you want to grow your mission. You know, I've been talking to some people and it's really fascinating. I got some people that are in the, in this business since we started this acceleration. Uh, I'm meeting amazing people from the chosen, uh, that are doing some great things, uh, from angel studios, from pure flicks. These people are amazing. And they're, what they want to do is growth. They want to be constant growth. What's next? How can I show up next? They're not in fear. If something flops, they're not in fear about raising money. They want to grow. And that's the difference between being small and in constant fear and being big in constant growth. Is it easy? No, but you know, it's coming. It's not supposed to be easy. All right, the small want to retire. <laughs> the big never want to retire. We never do. I remember my father-in-law taught me a long time ago, God rest his soul, uh, was my mentor and my coach. And I love him. I miss him today. And uh, he died back in 1992. And he would tell me that being in our, in our business, we never retire. And I thought about that. I thought, yeah, I get that. I mean, we don't. And how many times have you seen people retire or decide not to do anything? And within two or three years, they die. You know, listen, the small want to retire. The big never want to retire. It doesn't mean you don't go enjoy vacation or have a second home somewhere in the mountains in Colorado or wherever. It's fun. It's nice to take time. But listen, you're never going to retire. Yeah. That's what it's all about, is staying active. Stay, and you live longer, and you're happier. The small embrace their goals when they achieve them. The big embrace their goals when they believe them. You know, uh, don't be addicted to getting to the goal. Be addicted to the journey. The journey is where life is. That's, that's where we get, that's for me. I mean, I can remember several times, and I look back at my business, the insurance business we had, and some of the best times was in the struggle, in the journey, in building the deal. Yeah, it was great to ring the bell every now and then and get a lot of money coming in. That was really good. But 
the the I really embrace the the uh, the goals when we believe them. And I would go out there and I would motivate and inspire and get people to believe in themselves. That's what that's what was really good to have them believe in their goals. And yeah, when you hit them, you should celebrate. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't embrace them. Don't get addicted to hitting that goal because otherwise then you get lazy. I've been there before. I know. All right. So how does all this show up in your life? How does showing up big or how much is showing up small? You know, and when I say small, I, you know, listen, we all have our times of, you know, of inflection and we, we all have our times when we don't feel up to what we need to do. And that's why it's so important to have a great community around us. People that know you, that love you, uh, and speak life over you. You know, I've often said, listen, if you don't have people in your life that are speaking life over you, okay, and being positive for you, or telling you when you have spinach stuck in your teeth, man, you need to get new friends because you need to embrace the bigness of life. That's, and I'm, I'm saying this because I need to hear it too. And sometimes we get, we, get, uh, we get caught in the mire and we get pulled down and, and dragged down with other people's, you know, negativity or their shortcomings or their misery. You know, you've heard the old saying, misery loves company. It's so true. It's so true. You know, stick around eagles, man. You cannot soar with the eagles when you're flocking with the turkeys, man. You've got to have eagles around you. That's what McIntyre does here at Next Level Experience, Leadership 300, MBA. You know, we bring, you know, people together that are saying, hey, I'm going to take myself on. I'm going to take myself and look at things with a new set of glasses, maybe with some Jesus glasses, and take a look at the world out there and say, hey, all right, if it's to be, it's up to me and Jesus. Yeah, because Jesus puts these plans, these, these desires, and, and, and listen, if you're obedient in him, He'll give you all the desires of your heart. And it's really that simple. A lot of us make it so complicated. So, you know, stay positive. Stay focused on the prize. Always be looking down the road. Be addicted to the journey. Don't, don't get, do not get into the, being addicted to the, to the win. Be addicted to the journey. Say, okay, because once you hit that win, let's say you hit that goal, all right, now's the time to get back out of your, out of your comfort zone. Get into that discomfort zone, yeah? And then, Push it out there and keep visualizing that. Be addicted to the dream of the goal. Be addicted to, uh, of, of, re, of motivating others to come on your ship, to come on board. Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. That's what leadership's all about, right? And people say, oh, McIntyre, I'm not a leader. Yeah, you are, okay? If, if, listen, you're a miracle just being born, okay? The odds of getting conceptions are crazy. I mean, it's like one in 200 million. It's a crazy number. And so you are a gift. You are a godly child. Yeah, you are, even if you're not believing, and I know most of you are in our tribe, but listen, here's the thing, okay? God gives you these gifts. God gives us gifts and he doesn't take them back. He gives everybody on this planet a gift. Here's the difference though. Once you get in, you recognize this gift and you want that gift anointed, just like David got anointed. You know, he got anointed. It took a long time before he took reign of that, uh, of that anointing. But listen, my good friend Peter Lewis told me, he said, listen, if you want to be in, if you want to keep the anointing, you need to spend time with the anointed one who is Jesus Christ, our savior. That's right. All right. I know you guys know all this stuff. I just want to remind you of it. So, so make a choice whether you're going to play small or play big. Big's a lot bigger. That's right. I said it. It really is. Listen, it's not easier. Okay. It's easier to play small, 
But then you're going to look back on your life and say, man, why didn't I take that chance? Why didn't I take that risk? Do you have regrets? Regrets are straight from the pit of hell. I know that because I've got a few regrets, but no more. I decided about 20 years ago, I'm not going to have any more regrets. And I look and I stick my neck out there. And sometimes, you know, I go way out there on that branch. You know, people say, well, if I go too far on that branch, man, it's going to break. Yeah, but that's where the fruit is. That's where the fruit is to get out there on that branch. Go out there and take a risk. You know, and because on the other side of your biggest fear, okay, is your biggest breakthrough. But you can't get there. You know, the old saying, you know, you got to go through the weeds, man, to get to the flowers. I know it's a lot of cliches, <laughs> but that, that's because they're true. It really is. It's true. So, hey, listen, reach out there with somebody. Go focus out. If you've got some issues, if you've got some problems, you got some depression, the best way to get over that is focus out on somebody else's problems. Go out there and help somebody today. Go out there. You know, maybe they need, you know, 500 bucks. Maybe they just need a friend to take them to dinner. Maybe they just need to have somebody have coffee with them and, and, and say, hey, look, I want to tell you something about what you mean to me in my life. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. You know, and how real do we want to get? You know, real recognizes real. If you want to be real with somebody, and you'll know pretty quick whether they get uncomfortable, but that's okay if they do get uncomfortable if you get real. Tell them how much you they mean to you. You know, might be somebody that, you know, you just casually hang out and every now and then, but you might want to tell them, you know, hey, I just want you to know, friend, that I really appreciate you being in my life and being such a good friend and hearing my stuff sometimes and encouraging me on the other side. And, and, Here's the main thing. Are you that person that they want to say that to you? Are you are you the one that they would come and say, you know what? You've always been a great friend to me. You've always pulled me out of the mire. You've always encouraged me and you always speak life over me. That's what that's what the Christian community is all about. That's in my opinion, that's where it's at. Because look, we can all motivate. Motivation's good. Okay, we can all motivate and we can inspire and inspire the word come from uh, in spirit. Okay, and in spirit. But then we can be that person that people aspire to. And when you have people that want to aspire to where you're at, man, that's where the Jesus juice is. It really is. You know, three people got called up on transfiguration. Only three out of the 12 disciples, three. They were they aspired to that position. Yeah, it's a big deal. It really is. So, look, thank you for all your kind messages and uh, about our MBA, about our premiere. It was a great time. We had a huge Holy Spirit breakthrough the next day. I think I shared that. I think I shared that with everybody uh, last week. And, uh, man, we're, we're, we're rolling and going. We're doing great. We feel great about the premiere. We feel great about the accelerator. We're excited about next-level experience, leadership. Hey, we also have a huge homecoming for NLE alumni. If you're an alumni with NLE, we're having a homecoming here July 28th and 29th. Just go to themichaelmcintyre.com and you can register. It's going to be epic, man. It's going to be really cool. We're excited about it. But listen, it, and we're going to have some really cool, we're going to serve dinner and we're going to have breakfast and we're going to do some exercises and we're going to do some good uh, experiential learning, some more, some new stuff. Hey, but the main thing is show up big, right? How are you showing up? And yeah, sometimes you step on toes. Sometimes people get offended, but that's okay. It's okay. Listen, you can't control people's offense. You can't control what uh, what they're thinking about you, okay? You cannot, but you can worry about what they're thinking and how that affects what's going on around them. Just look at the political aspects out there. 
I mean, you know, we've got some work to do. We really do. And that means what are they thinking? And what we want to do is pray into that. We want to bless those people and, and help Jesus and help these, help us make a difference out there in our communities, in our schools. Yeah. In our churches, at work, the marketplace. And really, that's what we're, we're excited about here at McIntyre is taking Jesus to the marketplace. That's what the accelerator is all about. So show up big. Okay. If you've been showing up small, repent. Right. And, you know, I'll I'll share this again. And what um, my prayer deal that I do, and I've talked with some other people about this, and it really works for me. And so I kind of, I'm kind of one of these people that's ADD. And if I sit down, I'll start thinking about something, then I'll, I'll, I'll switch around. So I stay on a formula in prayer. And maybe that's not for everybody, probably isn't, but it is for me. And it's the acronyms A C T S, ACTS. A, I start out with adoration for Jesus, the Holy Spirit the Heavenly Father. Adore them, praise them. I give them thanks and I adore them. C is confess, repent for my sins, repent for my thoughts, repent from whatever it is, maybe whatever I had the day before. T is thankfulness. Thank God for everything that I've had and what's my family doing, what's going on in my life, my health. And S is supplication. What is it that I need? Listen, God knows what you need, but he wants you to humble yourself to ask for what you need. And when you ask, be exact, be perfect. I always people say, hey, McIntyre, I asked for more money. Yeah? Well, did you get more? Well, I got paid. Well, that's more money, but be specific in what you want. Or I, I want a godly woman to come into my life or a godly man. Okay, well, when? By when? What do they look like? What are they? What attributes do you want? I know it sounds weird, but let me tell you something. We worship a perfect God, yeah? And I think the Bible says, listen, if you ask your father, even your earthly father, for a loaf of bread, he's not going to give you a snake, right? (laughs) Excuse me, getting over a cold. And so ask your heavenly father, who is way above your earthly father, what you want. And if you're obedient to him, he gives you the desires of your heart. Listen, Brothers and sisters, thank you so much for listening. John 10, 10, the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundantly, yeah? So we take a holistic approach here at McIntyre. Have a great week. I'm excited about what's coming up. I'm excited about you playing big, yeah, and not small, because that's where life is. That's what Jesus did. He showed up big, and it only took him three years to have his ministry, which changed the world, man, and it changed everything because he showed up big, just like John the Baptist showed up big. The disciples showed up big. Yeah, that's what his kingdom's all about. It's big. It's huge. And we, we, we sometimes put God in a small box, but he's a huge God. He's huge. Hey, I'm going to give you one last thing here. Um, go check out Lou Giglio's How Great Is Our God. It's on YouTube channel. Let me know what you think. It's an amazing, it's an amazing channel, and it's an amazing YouTube video. It's kind of old, but it's excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Level Podcast. Remember to share, subscribe, and have a great week. And remember, you deserve everything by showing up big. Yeah, because that's where Jesus is at. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.